Hello, everyone. Welcome to Reiki Radio. My name is Yolanda, and I am your host. If this is your first time tuning in, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, Reiki Radio airs every Wednesday at 4.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Sometimes the shows are scheduled differently, just depending on if I have to schedule them differently. So if you want to make sure that you can always catch the episodes live, you want to make sure to follow the show at blogtalkradio.com forward slash Reiki Radio. Or if you miss any of the episodes, you can always go back in the archives and listen that way. Or also um, there's the podcast on iTunes, which is listed under Reiki Radio. So, um, I hope everyone is doing well today. Um, I'm actually having a great day myself. Um, Yesterday, I woke up on the wrong side of the bed. And, you know, it's one of those mornings, you know, you just wake up and you're just cranky and you don't know why. And I think it was the alarm clock. I know there's really something about that when you are forced out of sleep, but you're not ready. But anyway, um, After that happened, I caught myself and I went into a meditation just to kind of reset and reboot. And I wanted to share that with you really quickly just to remind you to be aware of how you start your day and to really consider the energy you're about to create from or function from. And if you need to take that moment to really kind of ground and reset or do a meditation, do that for yourself, even if it's just a few minutes, because it really does make a huge difference in how your day unfolds. Um, You know, another thing really quickly that you can do, um, which I did last night, is you can set an intention before you go to bed. So before I went to sleep, I set an intention for myself to wake up fully rested and to be open to experience, you know, a good day, to wake up and really connect with feelings of joy and laughter and be in alignment with my flow. And that's always one of my goals for the day is to really flow in my flow. You know, those days where you just, you're clear and you're aware and you're present and you're really connected with your experiences. And that actually kind of ties into our topic today. So anyway, I hope that you are having a good day. And before we get started, um, I do want to remind you that the meditations that I mentioned on a previous show, they, well, one of them is up and available and the other one will be up this week. So the body awareness meditation is um, available, it's guided, um, recorded meditation and the body of light meditation will be up in a few days so if you want to access those you can sign up for my newsletter at uchi.com which is y-e-w-c-h-i.com and you'll also receive my um, workbook to help you learn some techniques of how to manifest more consciously but If you already received the newsletter, then you would have received um, a link to the free meditations in the last newsletter that went out last week. So um, just really quickly to remind you as well, if you are 
um, one of the people that uses the Moon Manifesting Workbook. Our next new moon will be on the 18th, and it is in Taurus. And Taurus energy is really more stable. Um, it's it's slower, like a slower pace than the Aries energy that we were recently in. You know, that may have felt more strong and more forceful. But this is more calm. It's more of a steady pace. And it's also a good time to look at what brings you comfort and what really matters to you. And it's also a good space to consider how to create success and new opportunities for yourself. So just keep that in mind when you are setting intentions for this next new moon. Now today we are going to talk about healing with intuition and Last week, we discussed why you have a third eye, and um, I received some really great feedback about that show, and I'm glad that so many of you enjoyed it. And today, we're going to discuss how connecting with your intuition and looking at yourself intuitively can be a part of your healing and your growth. And the reason this topic came up is because, um, as many of you know, I do readings for people and I also work with people in developing their intuitive ability. And a lot of times people want to know, you know, what's going to happen in the future. They want to know what's to come. And that can be in relation to their relationship or their career or health and so on. But the questions are usually prompted by some kind of fear, like a fear of the unknown or fear that things won't work out the way that we may want them to, or just fear or worry about someone or something. So what I want you to think about today is the real issue, which is the fear itself. So it's not is much the question of what's going to happen. It's the reason or the fear around it or the attachment that we have to the outcome. That's really the point of focus. So even with that, you know, you can really think about what fear does to our space, how we function, what we feel like when we are stuck in that fear, and even what it is that we're even afraid of and why. Now, as we discussed last week, you know, this is very common, and we often think of using our intuition for seeing into the future or to know what to do or to see what's to come. But the real gift about having the ability to see intuitively is being able to see yourself beyond your attachments and beyond your fears and beyond all of these layers of conditioning. It's being able to see yourself beyond what has become habit or routine and to really see who and what you are. So, this is where the healing aspect of all of this comes in because when we see ourselves from a higher perspective and gain understanding of what we're holding within our field of consciousness, we begin to understand our behaviors 
and what it is that we are creating or attracting into our space. And then once we can see this, we can choose how to align with what really resonates with us, with what we may want to transform, what we may want to heal. So intuitively we can see our energy and all of our stuff, but we can also see what's beneath all of it. So just for example, because this comes up a lot for people, if you are afraid of making a change in your career, you really want to consider what the real fear is. Not so much, you know, just the question of, am I doing the right thing? You know, it's a matter of opinion, and you'll have an experience either way. But what is your real fear around this? Is it a fear of failure, of making the wrong decision, of not being good enough? In situations like this, it's more beneficial to look at the energy we're carrying. And with this example, it may be beneficial to look at your um, energy around your confidence looking at where the self-doubt is stemming from and if it's a fear of disappointing yourself or if you're even afraid of disappointing someone else. But either way, you want to look at why. Now, you know, I want to be very clear. Of course, we can use our intuition to gain clarity around what we want and what we need. But the truth is that Our wants or our needs are based on our perspective, which again may be altered by fear and other energies. But if you use your intuition to look at what you're holding in your space now and you choose to transform those energies in order to heal and align with what really matters to you, you may find that your needs and wants are different than what you initially perceived. Now, all of this matters because what we call into our space and what we create in our lives is based on the energy we're generating now. So as you look at you and you begin to unlayer and transform, you create clearer access to what is true and what's in your highest and best interest. So one of the gifts of accessing your intuitive ability is that it allows you to see you and your life and your circumstances with clarity. You know, we've all had, you know, life experiences and a lot of times when we think we're looking at something or we're trying to evaluate circumstances in our lives, we're oftentimes thrown off by, you know, these illusions and stories and old teachings. And this causes us to miss the mark, in a sense. So within all of this, we have the aspect of what you attract or create. And, you know, just so you know, you are already deserving of what you want. And you're already capable of having it all. But the real key is if you are aware of this 
if you can see your ability and if you can see your worth and if you're aligned with what is true for you. You know, it's funny. I, um, I've i mentioned on the show before that I do uh, meditation every morning. I do channeling and I receive a lot of information. And I tell um, a friend of mine how the information that comes through, it's so interesting and, you know, it's exciting when I move from, you know, kind of knowing what I'm receiving and then it's I start to understand it. And, you know, even with this topic or anything we discuss on the show, we can understand it all conceptually. But trying to apply any of this is much different when we understand it. Right. So moving beyond the concept and moving into how we express what we know and understand. And we do that by living in alignment with it. So, you know, we can say, look at yourself, see yourself, and you can do those things. But then are you living in alignment with what you see and know and understand about you? What truly matters to you? So, you know, think of it this way. Until you have done the work to see yourself and to align with yourself, what have you done? You know, it's just we're just taking information. And then what is it that we're creating? Um, I was actually working on a book. And then I shifted my focus and I began working on other projects. And I created a routine which didn't include any time for my writing. And, you know, that was really kind of strange because I really wanted to work on the book. But... I had to step back and look at myself and look at my energy and look at what I was focused on. And I was focused on teaching and I was afraid that if I focused on the book, I wouldn't have time to work on classes and I wouldn't have time to just breathe. And then I looked a little deeper and I realized that I could easily make changes in my new routine to accommodate what I claimed I wanted to work on this book. So there, I saw it. I saw what I was doing. I knew what was going on in my space. And it's like I expected to wake up ready to change my routine, but I didn't because, you know, I thought, whatever, I just saw it. So I expected something to change. And... It's almost like I thought everything would just fall into place because of my awareness. And I bring this up because we often have an expectancy of change without being the cause of change within our own field. So we can say what we want and we can hope that this knowing will, you know, create some magical shift. And, yeah, it's true. Change does begin with, you know, this concept, and then it moves into us knowing, and it will eventually bloom into understanding. But without expression of what you know and understand, we're not in full alignment. And so we'll continue to miss the mark. Now, when we begin to look at ourselves intuitively, We have an opportunity to take ownership of what we're carrying and how we're carrying it and what we do with it. 
And in this space, we can deal with the energies or impressions in the highest and best ways for us. So just think about it for a second. How do you use the energy in your space? Whatever it is you're carrying right now, your stories, your fears, your visions, whatever, how are you using that energy? And think about how your stories may be affecting you. What do you tell yourself that's not supportive or that may be in judgment or criticizing? Uh, Let me just give you a really quick example of this. If a person felt neglected or abandoned as a child, right, they may still operate from that space as an adult in fear of someone leaving or in fear of someone disappointing them or in fear of being let down. But if they're able to look at that childhood experience with new perspective from a higher level or intuitively, they may be able to see the reasoning that the person or the people were unable to show up for them in the way that they may have needed or wanted. But regardless, they made it through and they're here today and they have choice in how they carry this energy and they have choice in how they express themselves. And that can be from fear or they can move into this knowing of, yes, That was my experience. However, I'm here. I'm here for myself. I will not abandon myself. I will not neglect myself. I will honor, cherish, and respect myself. And then this, in turn, will be what they attract back into their space. No longer attracting these people who they feel will neglect them or not show up for them because they will have moved out of the fear, realizing and knowing that they are never alone because they're here for themselves. So the point is that there is power in how you perceive and there's power in what you choose to align with and how you express. But it all begins with your vantage point, with what it is you see. Let's talk about your vantage point for a second. I was thinking about that this morning. Um, You you know, when we are wrapped up in confusion or fear or doubt or whatever it may be that's blurring or restricting your vision, we often scatter, like blindly just causing everything to fall away until we hit rock bottom. It's like the weight and the pressure or the stress. It all becomes so overwhelming and we just want to escape. And we allow ourselves to hit rock bottom as a form of escape. It's a way of trying to gain clarity, but from a space of fear. And then once we get there, it's like we determine that there's nowhere left to go but up. And this isn't right or wrong, it's not good or bad, it's just a choice. Now, on the other hand, we can choose a different vantage point. We can 
connect with ourselves and connect with our intuition and allow ourselves to truly see the layering of energies within our field. And then from this space, we can choose how to transform and heal these energies because of our heightened perspective and awareness. It gives us the space to see it and do that. You know, it's like um, transforming our energy so that we're not U-hauling the weight of the past. When we leave our experiences boxed away as something that we're afraid of or afraid of looking at, we're still generating that old fear. And being in that energy of the past, connecting to that fear from the past, it will cause the past to repeat itself because of that regeneration of energy in our space. And then it'll show up, you know, in new people and in our new experiences. But if we look at our energy and if we look at the experiences that we still carry with fear and hurt and these other elements attached, whatever it may be, when you look at it intuitively, you give yourself the ability to see from a higher vantage point. You don't have to hit rock bottom for clarity. And then you can dismantle the fear, seeing the experience with new awareness and seeing the lesson and understanding that you are here. You survived it and you have choice. Now, you can change the way you hold these energies so they are no longer fear-based. Instead, your experiences become lessons and you can pass on what you learned. You know, do you ever wonder how you see stories of people who go through something really traumatic and somehow they empower themselves through that trauma and they turn it into an opportunity to help other people or to teach other people or to bring awareness to others. That response or that choice to deal with their experience in such a way can be done when we're able to see above and beyond the experience itself. When we're able to see the bigger picture from a higher vantage point, And that's when we align with what truly matters, and that's change and growth, you know, evolution, sharing, teaching each other, helping each other. Now, of course, we can choose not to look at what we hold within our field of consciousness, but whether we look or not, it's going to show up in some form for our healing Now, I will say, of course, it's not always easy looking at yourself and looking at your behaviors and the why beneath all of it, but it does provide opportunity to heal and grow rather than being limited or burdened by past experience or old teachings. And I'm sharing this with you today so that you can really begin to look at what you hold in your space And consider how it can be used differently. How it can be held or transformed and used for the benefit of you and other people. 
but it all begins with you allowing yourself to see. And a huge aspect is releasing the fears that influence us in making decisions that aren't aligned with our highest and best interest. So your intuition can be used to help you see clearly and to release fear-based attachments. And it even helps us to step out of that regeneration of fear-based experiences. But what I want you to really understand and know that the most important element of all is you and seeing you. It's about you learning to love and accept who you are and seeing, you know, that beautiful divine light and energy within you and everyone else. In this, in everything that we do, we're all creating shifts within this one shared field of consciousness. And when we do it with um, more awareness, We're doing it in support of all of us. So you learning how to see differently and to access your intuitive ability, it helps you to learn how to transform as you choose. Now, last week we talked about why you have a third eye and, you know, this week was about using that intuitive vision for your healing Um, The next week, we're going to explore ways to move out of your intuition and turning that into action. So we'll look more closely at how we are expressing what we know and what we understand, because that is such a huge component. But before we go, I just want to tell you, you know, Give yourself an opportunity to consider today what you're allowing yourself to see and also consider what you want to know or what you want to see and why. What are those questions you're asking and what's the motivation? And then what are you holding in your field and how is that influencing what you are creating or how you are expressing yourself? And can you allow yourself to see it from a higher perspective or from a higher vantage point. Through all of it, really allow yourself to acknowledge what a beautiful expression of light you are and give yourself permission to see you with more clarity and with more love and more expansiveness. Now, one last thing to keep in mind is that The other beauty in all of this and really using your intuition to heal is in the way that you look at other people. You know, make a conscious effort to look beyond the surface. Look past judgment and look before reacting. You may see their hurt or you may see their fear. You'll see whatever it is they may be carrying in their space. But more importantly, you'll see how beautiful they are and that they're just trying to navigate this journey and their lessons just like you are. So I hope that that gave you some food for thought. As always, I thank you so much for joining me today. 
and be sure to join me next week. Of course, if you have any questions, comments, or just want to say hello, you can email me through my website, which is uchi.com. That's Y-E-W-C-H-I.com. I want to say hello to Jules in the chat room, and also hello to November Gal. It's been so long. It's good to see you. And I hope that you all have a beautiful evening, and remember to always journey in love.